Shabbat Shalom, and welcome to this week's episode of I Only Have Five Minutes. This is your host, Avram Elner. I'm a current rabbinical student at the Ziegler School of Rabbinic Studies in beautiful, sunny Los Angeles, California. Although I do have a life update for everyone who listens to this podcast, for this academic year, I'm fortunate enough to have the opportunity to be studying at the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. So I'm very excited to see how my time in Jerusalem and how my time in Israel and my studies and experiences here will influence and shape the Torah that we learn together in this podcast. Before classes started, one of my best friends and I went to a movie theater in Jerusalem and we caught a viewing of the Sopranos prequel, The Many Saints of Newark. And in it, one of the characters, Sal Moltisanti, says something that hit me like a ton of bricks. Sal says, it's the wanting. Pain comes from wanting things. I want to juxtapose this idea of wanting and desire with this week's Parsha, Parshat Breshit, which is the very beginning of the Torah. Beginnings are hard. There's a lot of pain in beginnings. There's so much uncertainty, and ultimately, there's so much wanting. There's so much desire wrapped up in starting. The Torah starts with Breshit bara Elohim, in the beginning of God's creating. Now, a lot of ink has been spilled on understanding these three words. And I want us to explore some of the gematria that I've been looking into. If we take this phrase and we add up all of the numerical values of these letters, we get 1,762. Now, if we take this number and we reduce it, which means to add all of the digits together to get that value, we have the value of 16. 16 is also the numeric equivalent of hey, vav, hey, hoveh, which usually understood as the present tense or as being or existing. So, Reshit bara Elohim is connected to the present moment, that in some sense, God creates the present in the beginning of creating. And what's interesting about this is if we take those same three letters and add different vowels, we go from hove to hava. Hava means desire. And desire that usually has some sort of negative connotation. And sometimes this word is also used figuratively to mean a chasm. So now we have these ideas of, of existence and desire and a chasm floating together and mixing with one another. And I think what we can draw out of that is that I think the text is saying that even for God, existence is intimately connected with desire, with wanting. And if we read ahead, we move on to Genesis 2.18. We read, Vayomer Adonai Elohim lo tov heyota adam levado. Which is usually translated as, God said, it's not good for a person to be alone. I will make a fitting helper for a person. This is right before God creates Eve. I want to zoom in on the final 
phrase in this pasuk, in this sentence, as sedlo ezer kenegdo, I will make a fitting helper for the person. If we take this phrase and we add up the numerical value of all these letters and then reduce that value by adding together all those digits, we get the number 16 again. And as a reminder, 16 is connected to Hoveh, present tense. And if we look at this pasuk, we see that it says, Lo tov heyota adam levado. Usually translated as, it is not good for a person to be alone. But that verb, heyot, is connected to the Shorish Hayah being, which is connected to Hoveh, which is present tense, existing. And we've already uncovered that being is connected to desire. Existence in this world is connected to desire. So let me offer two other translations and really interpretations of how to understand one way I think you could read it is the Holy One said a person's desire is not good and makes that person alone. I will create for a person an equal partner or the desire of a person who is alone is not good. I will create for a person an equal partner. I think what we can learn from this is that God sees God's loneliness that God had prior to creation in Adam. And God wants to make sure that Adam doesn't feel lonely either. And that's why God creates Eve, because God sees God's loneliness in Adam. And God doesn't want Adam to feel the way God felt before creation. And yet, it seems like God doesn't get it quite right. There's still problems after God creates Eve. Adam and Eve get kicked out of the garden. God winds up destroying and recreating the world after the flood when we ultimately read Noah. And things don't seem to really get off to a good start until God meets Avram and Sarai. Why can't God get it right? I think our answer is going back to the very beginning of the Torah with Breshit Elohim. A reminder that that phrase, Breshit Elohim, adds up and then reduces to a value of 16. 16 is Yud and Vav. And Yud and Vav is only half of God's holiest name, Yud He Vav He, the Tetragrammaton. What I think this means is that the challenge of creation, maybe even one could say the mistake of creation, is that God created the world using only half of God's self. Creation was incomplete, and because of that, God wants more. And it's because of God's wanting that the pain of the exile from the Garden of Eden happens and the flood happens and all of all of this turmoil happens because God only used the Yud and the Vav. So where do the two He's come in from Yud, He, Vav, He? God created the world and God is left wanting more. And it's only until 
God finds Avram and Sarai, and God gives them part of God's name, do these two Hays from yud Hey vav Hey come into the world? When Avram becomes Avraham and Sarai becomes Sarah. Great. It's a bunch of numbers. What does it mean? I think it means that in God's exploits prior to meeting Avram and Sarai and prior to giving both of them a hey, God never fully committed to being in relationship with God's creation. God never met creation in the middle, never made the choice to be in full relationship. And the challenge of the beginning is God's desire was unfocused. And God's desire only became more focused when God met Abraham and Sarah. And all of this points to the challenge of beginnings and the challenges of wantings and the pain of wanting more. The challenge of beginnings is the challenge of managing our desires. It's the challenge of managing that wanting, that metaphorical chasm. Because we want whatever it is that we're beginning to fill that chasm. We want the beginning to fulfill our desires. And perhaps the first step of any real beginning is to recognize which of our desires are tied up in whatever we're starting. And even more than that, to recognize how much of ourselves we're bringing or we're not bringing to what we're beginning. And perhaps sometimes our beginnings get off to a rocky start or go differently than we'd imagined because we're not bringing all of ourselves into the beginning. And the work is to not only recognize those desires, but to recognize the pieces of ourselves which we hold back when we start something. My blessing, my bracha for everyone this week is that may you bring yourself fully into whatever beginning you have coming up or are immersed in currently in your life and that you're able to see how your desires are tied up in that in those beginnings and that you're honest about those desires and you're honest about what you're bringing to the table as you start whatever that new endeavor is thank you and shabbat shalom